Hello and welcome to episode 64 of the Beyond the Self podcast. It is I, Africa. And as always, I am very, very thrilled to be back with you again. Thank you so much for your time, for your attention, for your support, just your constant encouragement, which keeps me motivated and inspired to continue having these conversations with you whenever we can have them. And if you are not already subscribed or following this podcast, what are what are you doing? Unless it's your first time here. Welcome, welcome, (laughs) welcome. But if it's not your first time and you find yourself returning to Beyond the Self every now and again or every week just to see if Africa has posted another episode, make sure that you're following, that you're subscribed. Leave me a review if you're feeling kind. It's like it's the virtual hug that you could give me. Social proof is very, very important. I want people to know that there's something of worth listening to here and that we have a good time here. Even when we're having challenging conversations, we have a good time. Okay. Um, I'm doing very well. Thank you for asking. Um, apart from that one person that says, Africa, get on with it. We don't, we don't need an update from you. Well, This update is dedicated to that person, if you're listening. Um, I've been doing very well. I have been, let me have a think. You know, sometimes when you have to just stop and think about what you have actually been doing, because time goes by so, so quickly and everything can feel like it's all just happening in the space of a day or two. A big part of my world right now consists of writing writing the second draft of my book. I was probably talking about this in the previous two episodes or maybe even three, but that is my big undertaking at the moment to go through all of the feedback that I received from my wonderful editors. I'm also working with a book doctor. Yes, that is a real occupation. I'm working with a book doctor called Julia Kellaway and she is fantastic. She is helping me restructure. She's helping me make sure that we have everything at the right place um, so that there's actually a narrative, a cohesive journey that my reader can go through. And it's very, very helpful. So her and I have been working closely for the past few weeks. And um, now I have about three more weeks to have the final manuscript done. So I have a lot of work to do. I do have a lot of work to do. And in between that, I've just been catching up with friends now and again, um, just trying to make sure that my time is not just filled with work, you know, because writing, yes, it's something that I enjoy. It's something that, you know, gives me pleasure, but it's also very challenging and it's also very much work. So yeah, that's, that's kind of what I have been up to for the past couple of weeks. And what I wanted to do today a lot of you were very, very inspired by the previous episode, The Fear of Being Left Behind. If you have not listened to that, run to it now. It's a short episode, but it's a very, very potent one. And I was inspired to do that episode because I read out something that I'd written. And it made me realize that a lot of the words that I put into writing so many people are not coming across them. Some people, you listening to this podcast, maybe you listen to um, conversations and audio, but you're not on social media in the same way. And I truly believe in 
repeating your message and in repurposing the things that you have shared. I don't, I'm not a content creator, as you know. I'm not an influencer, as you know. I am a consultant, I'm a mentor, I'm a writer, I'm a speaker, I'm an idea generator. I put my ideas out into the world and start conversations. A lot of them are in written form. I do have a lot in audio, but it just inspired me to share some of the things that I've written. And I wanted to, in this very, very short episode, which is supposed to just be a little dose of inspiration, I wanted to read something out to you and just explore it a little bit. You can't control how your words will be received, twisted, analyzed, or criticized. Anything, and I mean anything, you say or do has the potential to be met with criticism or resistance. Don't use that as an excuse to muzzle yourself, water down your message, or stifle your expression. Refuse to play the game. To truly liberate yourself, you will need to risk being misunderstood. There is just no way around it. The gifts that lie in being misunderstood aren't always obvious. But if you hold the line, you just might uncover them. You might just free yourself. And I continue to say that I refuse to play that game. Sometimes you just have to let people froth at the mouth (laughs) and seethe and the sun will still rise and they will eventually have to wipe their mouths and make the bed like the rest of us. Ooh, (laughs) that's what I wrote. And I, I was curious, which led me to a question. Where are you muzzling yourself and watering down your expression? watering down your message and your true thoughts? Where are you repressing yourself out of the fear of possible misinterpretation? I know, especially in the climate that we're in right now, that so many of us, and you don't even need to be someone who is in the public, sharing ideas in the public, it now happens in face-to-face conversations. We're terrified of saying what we truly think about something. And I'm not talking about extremes, okay? I know we're being trained to think and respond in extremes or to assume that other people are coming from a place of extremes, but that is not what I'm talking about. We start to become very suspicious of people. Leading with good faith is somewhat out of the window. So we start to sanitize ourselves. And I think it's a very anti-intimacy approach because to build intimacy with yourself and other people, you need to be willing to take those emotional risks in conversation. You need to be willing to say, you know what? I don't quite agree with that. Or I don't feel the same way around that. Or I don't know. Or I don't have any opinion on this. But when we become overly attached and somewhat obsessed with the idea that if you speak, people are going to misrepresent you. Well, that's going to happen regardless. You can't control that. You cannot control, as I said, how your words are going to be received, how someone will choose to twist them, how someone is going to analyze them and pick them apart and criticize them. But that is not the only way things will go either. What if it opens up a a beautiful conversation you didn't even expect to have? What if it deepens trust between you and the other person because you're leading with transparency and vulnerability? That is also an option. 
That is also a possibility, right? You will need to risk being misunderstood if you want to free yourself. There is no way around it. You will need to learn when to hold the line when it matters most. You don't have to allow for your convictions to crumble at the first sign of discomfort. You get to have your convictions, yes, but you can also remain open to learning, to discovering. But if you do want to free yourself, you have to learn how to hold discomfort, especially in a world that encourages conforming. Especially in a world that says, if you don't toe the line and echo the sentiments and the thoughts and the views, opinions of the group, you are going to be cast out. And to hold that line and to have those convictions while remaining open-minded, it requires a deep level of self-trust. Focus on what it is you can control. I even have an entire podcast episode on focusing on what you can control, where I go into this much, much deeper because it's really important. The external world, there's very little that is within your control, but your internal world, for the most part, unless there are those of us that experience or have severe mental health challenges or are neurodiverse to the point where they're not able to control their internal world in the way that other people can, then I am not speaking to you in this conversation. Okay. I'm speaking to those of us that know that they can change something within themselves. Those of us that can take on the role of being the witness of being the observer. Those of us that can realize that there's so much internally that you can control, but out there, you can't be overattached to how people are going to receive something. It doesn't mean that you have to be an asshole. It doesn't mean that you have to disregard other people's boundaries. It's not about that. So again, let's not go to the extremes. Let's use our common sense. That's the message that was on my heart today. That's the thing that I felt to be true in terms of what I wanted to say. It's what I'm being reminded of as I write, you know. In a couple of episodes ago, I spoke about how I was essentially self-censoring while writing about (laughs) self-censorship. And I had a suspicion that was happening, but no one else would have known apart from the people that truly know me. No one else would have known because I was still being audacious. I'm still very, um, I lead with honesty and I lead with what I truly believe things to be. I'm not saying that what I say is the absolute truth, but I trust myself enough to know and to claim certain things as true in terms of how I see them and experience them and know them to be, right? Yet I was still biting my tongue because a part of me was too concerned about how something might be received. So maybe I was being too abstract. I was being too philosophical. I was being too big picture without zooming in and being as specific as possible. So as I go back into writing the second draft, that is my mission to be as specific as possible, to not water anything down, to be very direct and to always remember that I can wrap that up in compassion and empathy and openness and understanding. It's not an either or, but I have to let go of how other people might receive it. Even the people that will like it and champion it and shout for it. I have to also detach from that. I have to detach from both the praise and the criticism 
in order to be free in my words, in order to be free in my expression. So where in your life are you being called to detach from the praise and the criticism so you can speak in the way that you need to, so you can create in the way that you need to, so you can change your job so that you can take the break that you need to take so that you can step into the relationship that you need to or step out of the relationship that is no longer working for you? Where do you need to detach from how things are going to be received? How your reputation might be tarnished in some way. And I, again, I have another episode on self-reputation. Go to that. Because each episode that I do does build on the other. They can all stand alone, but they do build on the other. There's a rhyme and a rhythm to this. Even when I'm channeling in the way that I do right now, there is a rhyme and a rhythm to the conversations I want to have with you. Okay? So where are you being overattached to how something is going to be perceived? Where are you repressing your honest expression out of fear of possible misinterpretation? We all interpret things in wildly different ways. One person can have many ways of interpreting the same thing. You are not responsible for that. That's a huge ask. It's an impossible ask. You are not responsible for that. Neither is anyone else that you're listening to. You can only hope that they are taking responsibility for how they put something forward, which is as far as it can go. So my question to you, again, through repetition, it allows for these questions to really sink in, but I would invite you to explore them, share them with me, send me an email, hello at africabrook.com, share what comes up for you, send me a DM on Instagram, explore it for yourself in private, answer the Q&A part if you're listening on Spotify, but my question is, where are you muzzling yourself, watering down your message or true thoughts? and repressing your expression out of fear of possible misinterpretation, out of fear that it's going to be twisted and analyzed and critiqued in a way that is too uncomfortable for you to hold. Those are my questions for you. And that is the thought that I wanted to put forward for you in this little episode. And yeah, I would really love to hear back. I would really love to hear back. Thank you once again for your time and for your attention. Please wish me well and send me all of the creative energy and inspiration as I step into the second draft of this book because it is a big, big undertaking. It's stretching me and challenging me in so many ways, but it's also teaching me to be a better writer, to be a better thinker, to be a better feeler, to be honest on the page, to transfer my thoughts and speech and you know, my verbal skills into written skills. So I'm learning so, so much about myself, about other people, about the world. Um, Yeah, so any thoughts you have for me, any inspiration, any feedback, anything that I should read, anything that I should consider as I write, um, share that with me. You know, I am always very grateful when people do that. So I will leave you here. I'm about to make some tea, go for a walk. Um and then write. So I will see you in the next episode.